What's up, y'all? It's Derek Slinger, the host of the Culture Hero Podcast. And today, in well, not in the studio, but I'm going to call up my friend Justin Lomas of JJ Entertainment, a really good YouTube channel. He talks about things like film and TV shows and stuff. And he actually does a really cool thing where he visits film locations and like goes in depth about them. And that's actually what helped his channel take off. So I'm really excited to have him share some of that insight with me and y'all. So stay tuned. I hope y'all enjoy. Yo, what's up, Justin? Hey, what's up, Derek? Not too bad. All right. So, you know, with this quarantine because of the corona we have a lot of time to catch up on our shows. A lot. Wait, are you off work? Me? So, what happened with me is, um, I know this is a little off subject, but um, I recently came into a lot of money because my grandma passed away a little while ago. I'm sorry and, to hear that. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was almost about a year ago and all the lawyers figured that stuff out. Our con got canceled that I was going to, so... I had a lot of money coming to me and I just told my supervisor, I'm like, look, my parents are over 65. I'm not trying to bring anything back from work. So I'm taking off the next few weeks. Good for you. I'm just like, I, I don't know, man. I'm just like, some people might call me crazier or I'm, I'm just you being no, too I, over the top, but I'm, no, I'm not that's trying the to right do it. Thing. That's the right thing because it's like a, like a two week paycheck or a weekly paycheck isn't going to replace your parents if something bad happens. Yeah, right. And two right people, thing. two people, thanks, man. Two people in Abington, in my area, uh, passed away. One of them was 72, I believe, which is like three or four years older than my mom. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, you definitely did the right thing then. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? You said, you said, uh, you, you have off because you're at a school right now? Yeah, I work for the school district right now. Um, I'm at a turn to school. And, you know, at any school, I can't, you know, they can't risk it with kids. You know, they're all okay, fair enough. Yeah, so, we, so you're, staying, you're staying home. And it sounds like we both have time to catch up on a bunch of movies and, and shows or whatever, right? Basically. <laughs> so I've been giving time to a show I've been following since it came out, The Flash. Yes. I, I think I'm more – I think without love saying, me. I'm a little bit more critical than you. Probably. I have – I have a love-hate relationship with it, but I'll let mm-hmm. you start first since you brought it up. Okay. So I like the sh- – I loved season one. Season two yes. was cool. I don't remember which one season three was. That's Avatar, right? Um, oh, dude, I would have to look it back up. Season one was Reverse Flash. Awesome. Yes. Season two was Zoom. And season three – Was definitely yeah, Avatar. Three- yeah, that was Savitar. Four was um, Thinker. The brain, br- yeah, Thinker, the brain dude. Five was oh jeez, five was the worst of them all, probably Cicada. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I like the idea of having. Um, wait, was that? Did they have a? Um, was Cicada a full season boss or half season boss? Uh, they only started doing half seasons this season, season six. Oh, okay, okay. So I think Arrow's what started that then. Uh yes. Okay. So, yeah, I like the idea. This season, I like that they broke up the bosses. Yeah, it's... Cause how I many? I like the first half better as far as how they did that. With Bloodshot? Yes. Yeah, that was, that 
was cool. I definitely agree because like he might not have been the center focus of every episode, but at the like at the end of the episode, he might have popped up, or they might have at least talked about him and cut to what he was doing, even if the characters didn't interact. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought, and I thought it was kind of, it was kind of. I'm not gonna say deep because the show's not that deep to me. But yeah, um, I like that he kind of started with good intentions, like he wanted to just cure people. Oh yeah, because you have to, you have to feel for the uh, villain. Like you, if you make me see this from the villain's point of view, like um, Killmonger or like like in in a twisted way, Thanos. <laughs> yeah, like that's a good if, one. Yeah, if you make me think from his point of view, then you've done a good job. Right, because it's like when, growing up, the villains we had were just like, "Ha, we're gonna blow up this bank." It's, but it's like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Because we want all of the money. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that's kind of corny. So, yeah, I did, like... What's his name again? Bloodshot? Yeah, blood, blood work or Bloodshot? Uh, no, Bloodshot's the Vin Diesel shit. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's the new movie. The guy comes back to life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, can I, cur- can I curse on here, Derek? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll keep the F word out either way, but... Okay. Yeah, Blood Work. Sorry. Blood Work, and I believe Blood Work was a more recent villain. Like, uh, I think he was created within the past 10 years in the comics. That sounds right, because I'm pretty, I'm okay with the comics, so and I yeah. didn't hear from him. I had to look him up. So it makes sense that he'd be pretty recent. So, yeah. what I don't like about this season, it's not that it's trash. This, like, this half? This half, yes. It's that I feel like the pacing's a little weird. Maybe not the pacing, I but I feel like that. I don't that the um it feels more like a drama series than a superhero series, but maybe that's hand in hand because the comic books are kind of like that too. But I I was just used to him having more um action scenes. Yeah, that's true. So I I, guess I, I, I can thing. agree with that. Are you not all that caught up terrible. on Flash? Yes. Okay. So do you talk? I guess we don't have to talk about spoilers, but I, this is just me. I thought it was really cool because we live in a world where there's so many speedsters depicted on uh, TV shows and film, Quicksilver, Sonic, Flash, Reverse, all that stuff. Yeah. I thought it was really cool how that they showed that scene with Wally where he was just like starting to like vibrate. And then you saw like five different like speed, like ghosts of himself. Like, and then yeah. they all came together. And I was like, dude, that was pretty sick. Yeah, that, that was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I like how they break break down their powers in the show, like it's with their pseudoscience. Yeah, it's like I like that because like normally it's just like yeah, I run fast and that's it. Right. <laughs> but there's like a whole world of speed, like for lack of a better term. I like I really like how they break that down. Oh hell yeah! Um, I wanted to say I don't know if you felt this way, but there was one episode that was really freaking dumb. Uh, the second part of the season it was with Amunet Black. I think it's her name, Amunet Black, the uh, Katie Sackhoff character, the British accent. Yeah. And it was like the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. And it was like really goofy and just like cringy. And it was like about Amunet Black's like hot and cold relationship with the, um, oh shoot. I forget the other character's name. He's the black guy and he has like that gold chain. I forgot like, all a- about that episode. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt so random. I was like, dude, this this is really weird. In a world where we have like all these cool plot points, like Barry losing his, uh, not losing his speed, but the feet, uh, speed force going away, 
and like the, uh, the I think it's the black hole organization they're called. Yeah. Yeah, like with all those plot points, is like you're throwing something like this at us. Yeah, that's like we were... bad filler. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you. And it, see, that's what I'm saying. Well, I was down on it without even thinking that about that episode. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. really good. Like, I, it can't be trash. I'm still watching it after complaining three seasons ago. But it's just, I think they, well, maybe they can't do better because it's hard to do that kind of CGI on TV, on a TV budget. Yeah. And it's funny because certain CGI scenes in Flash look good, but then there's certain scenes where, like, the Flash is, like, I think it was the one episode where the Flash was fighting himself, like, in an alleyway, and you can see his face look like some rubbery PS2 cutscene yeah. graphics or something. <laughs> the sad part is that's not even my issue. It's just that they sometimes have to pull back on the CGI and give it some fluff. Some you know, yeah. some drama because you know it's cheaper to record drama than CGI. It is, yeah. And I think I think what what is harder to accomplish years ago than it is today is like today you can do a lot of stuff with CGI and they'll be like whatever, shrug it off, we'll just edit and post. But like with older shows, like even with Arrow because Arrow doesn't rely too much on CGI, but with like Arrow and Smallville and stuff like that. It's pretty much that they worried about the CGI later and focused on like practice, like how to do it practically while still looking like heroic. You know? That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a good point. I never, I never, <laughs> never thought of that. I don't because like how many shows out there like because you got to think Flash, Supergirl, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. a lot of their like places and locations in the show are either on set or they're CGI. Yeah, that's true. Did you, I'm glad you brought the legends of tomorrow. Did you realize they do certain things with this story just to avoid using CGI? What, what legends? Yes. That sounds about right. I'm not all caught up. I'm like, I'm, well, only I'm, two I'm, I'm very behind on that show, but okay. For instance, you know, they have rotating cast. Yes. So, um, when Wally was on there, remember they were like, you can't just use your speed to solve your problems. Yeah, I remember that. Well, I think he was in the ship and yes. he was about to speed off or something. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And on with Jackson, um, what's his name? Firestorm? Yeah. Dude, I love that character. Remember he would just be separated from his uh, other half a lot? Yeah, and then, like, when he would separate after, like, fighting a battle, you would just see, like, Jeff uh, Jefferson and Martin just, like, fall on the ground on opposite sides or something like that. Yeah. They, wouldn't, they would never really show him separating too much. Yeah. Like, they, like there's a lot of built-in storylines, so they wouldn't have to use Firestorm too much. And plus, he's kind of too strong for them to just abuse. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I can get down with that. I, I definitely... So they basically to keep it simple. They did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be nice if it was a TV show like HBO level budget, but <laughs> yeah. Um, Doesn't so speak- Warner Brothers own HBO? I forget. I'd have to look into that. But um, I guess before we move on, is there any of the other Arrowverse shows you're currently watching? Um, like keeping up with or trying I- to. Just, I think I told myself I'll just watch everything on Netflix because um, 
I get kind of annoyed when I'm watching the shows and I'm like, nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm going to make it a Netflix thing. And I like supporting shows. So, you know, they get canceled when they don't get their ratings. But at the same time, yeah. that Second Life thing is a factor for them these days. And CW's ratings um, standards aren't that high. Oh, dude, they're terrible. <laughs> like, Arrow I'm only shows like, like one million. Yeah, and this was like one of Arrow's best seasons too. Yeah, see. And um, I gave I gave Batwoman a chance. I watched like, I watched the all the episodes before Crisis, and I watched like one or two post Crisis to see if it would interest me. And like, I'm not gonna lie, I forgot about Batwoman. Yeah, there's some interesting plot points in there, but um, I'm not gonna bring up because it's like a a heavy subject. But I'm not gonna throwing an agenda pushing or anything like that uh-huh. but it's just certain times it gets to a point where i'm watching an episode and the episode plot is focused on the agenda not the actual character and i'm just like see all right like that sucks I, because comics can do that i'm sorry i cut you yeah. off no no no, you're fine but i did and it's not even that that put me off the show is like the writing is just like subpar too i can see that because my thing is I think we don't realize that we only bec- we only call it agenda pushing when it kind of sucks in a way. Yeah. Had they blended the, the point in well with the character, that would have meant something. Like, um, CW definitely has a thing where they don't know how to do that correctly sometimes. Like, this mm-hmm. is a show I watch called All American. And, okay. Um, the football show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it, it's kind of cheesy because. Whereas I get the point and the point can hit home. Sometimes I don't know if it hits home only because I'm black. Like, I'm like, is this actually good? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it, it's like CW definitely has like, okay, I guess the easiest way to put it is if I'm, if I'm watching a show, I could usually tell what network it's from. CW definitely has a stamp. Like it definitely took after the, um, it definitely took after the shows like Dawson Creek and a lot of those WB shows, those primetime shows. Yeah, I and remember that. I feel like Batwoman took that CW stereotype and pushed it to the next level. Pretty much because CW's whole slogan is dare to defy. Oh, I don't even know what that means in their case. And like like what you were saying earlier about working the agenda stuff into the plot. Like I know I remember um I don't know if you watch Black Lightning or not. But, I dabble um, with it. I'm gonna catch up on it soon. Okay. Yeah, there was a. Um, I believe last season is when um, Jefferson Pierce, Black Lightning, of course, he's the principal of Freeland uh, High School or or whatever. I forget what the actual proper name of the school is. Yeah. But um, he. I forget what he did. He stepped down as principal, and a white guy hopped in. I do remember he that. Was being, he was being like a total asshole and stuff like that to these kids, and Black Lightning was saying he's racist and stuff like that. But I mean, like. In a situation like that, like, could you, I just kind of like, I, I can't relate, obviously, because I'm not black, but, <laughs> but in, in my eyes, like, if I saw, like, a white teacher mm-hmm. start teaching in Philly, mm-hmm. and he starts to be an asshole to these kids, mm-hmm. I think he's freaking racist, too. Like, <laughs> okay, so like, I'm glad you brought that scene up, because they didn't do a great job of showing that's how I really would look but there was key phrases to try to put in there like oh well he's a heathen you know what i mean like yeah. try to name call black kids or be like 
well, you know, they're not under control. You know, certain things. So yeah, they say like there and like stuff like that. Like, yeah. Try to group them all together. Yeah. Yeah, cause I know in Black Lightning, because they would take situations where he would just be true, like, and Jefferson Pierce, he would have to take, he took the principal side, because I think uh, he was, uh, Black Lightning, Jefferson was demoted to a teacher at that point, but he was yeah. saying, like, you're talking to these kids like they're, like, he's expecting them to screw up, like, they're yeah. all just bad people, and he's expecting them to screw up, and, like, I know people like that, I have, I've had previous managers black white doesn't matter that they're just expecting their people their workers to screw up and it never ends well for those people because yeah. if you're if you're setting your people up to fail then you aren't really doing anything at all right right and unfortunately that's real and like that's me working at a black school i know when it's happening it's just I think Black Lightning, to get the point out there, they probably had to make it cheesy just to make it. Yeah. You know, that, that is a thing. But maybe going forward, these shows, when they do their social justice agenda thing, it will be more natural, if that makes sense. And honestly, CW yeah. isn't the best channel for natural acting and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I totally agree. Like, there, there was. I think it was even in the premiere of Black Lightning when he pulled out when he got pulled over, and Black Lightning was just like, "I mean, you're just pulling me over because I'm black." Like, yeah. I mean, I like I said, I can't, I can't relate to that. I, I can't really talk about that because I don't know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've ever been stereotyped at all before, but I mean, I'm sure that happens out there. I can't be completely oblivious to that shit. Yeah. So yeah, I but, guess but, that's but, the- but some. But so sometimes ahead, it's like sometimes it's like certain things in CW really cartoony. Like there was one episode yes, of Supergirl. That's the word for it. It was one episode of Supergirl where um uh it was it was a recent one. It was the whole episode was about um and and, and like I said, I'm not trying to down this subject at all or saying it's not important, but it was um Sometimes just the execution, that's all. Yeah, yeah. The ep- the character dreamer from Supergirl, the transgender alien in the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a guy in the episode, and it wasn't a comic book villain or anything like that. Uh, she was fighting a transphobic villain. Okay. And and he was just like, I think it's ridiculous that you flaunt your stuff around all day and try to act like a hero, but in reality, you're just tricking dudes into thinking you're some hot chick. I'm just like, of course. But like, why does it have to be this cartoony sounding like white dude? Yeah, that's my thing. Like, it's like, like, like I, it's just I, so I, cheesy. Yeah, I don't mean to say like I don't want I don't want to see representation like that in my show, but at the same time, I don't want to see like like why does it always have to be like white dudes who look like some cartoon redneck like asshole yeah. or something like that? Right. It's like they have a casting call. They have they have, like write the description down. Or or like the uh, one episode of Supergirl where I think Alex Alex Danvers, Supergirl's sister, was dating a. Uh, she was dating some girl, and they had a relationship uh, for a few months, and then the girl's dad came home, mm-hmm. and the dad uh, kicked the daughter out for being a lesbian, which is, like, stupid to do, but I, I, I've, I've heard about stories like that, and shit like that happens, and it's unfortunate, but, like, they, uh, the dad gave the daughter a second chance, and the daughter kissed Alex right in front of the dad and that's like oh my god he's just like you're going to hell for it blah, 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 blah. I was like oh my god for real is that, 
Is that what they think everyone else looks like? Right. Like it was like so. Like you said, like it was so cheesily executed. I was like, really. So you know what? I didn't want to transition like this, but well, I'm not transitioning. However you want it. It's your it's your show, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, point here. So basically, that leads me into like what I would suggest people to watch during the quarantine time. Okay. Yeah. There's a show called Master of None, which does the exact opposite. Oh, shoot. Master of None. Is that the Aziz show? Yes. Yeah, I've heard of that. You will like it since I think, like, from the way you talk online, I'm sure you appreciate, like, intricate details of film and stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, he, the show won two Emmys now. Season oh, yeah? one and season two. Yeah, so season two. Is that Netflix two, exclusive? Yes, it is. Okay. So, um, but the... The Emmy from season two was... Did you ever watch Ready Player One? Oh, dude, I love that movie. Remember his best friend in the game? Uh, Which one? Was it the... Uh... The lesbian girl, I think. I think... They, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she wrote um, the episode that won the Emmy for season two. Really? Yeah, she's a really good writer. Yeah, I'm seeing her pop up. She was also in the premiere of uh, Westworld, season three. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um... It was a because she's obviously she's gay, so yeah. um, not to single out black people again because you know America has their issues with gay people, but in the black community, yeah. you know black people usually lean, they usually are Democrat or liberal, in my yeah. experience, and you know that's the country's perspective of black people. But now, then, what, now what would be the, like? I'm kind of oblivious to this stuff, but like, what's the drastic difference between Democrat and liberal? Because I know. They're, they're they're usually the same. Republicans are conservative. Democrats are usually liberal. So, so yeah, the stereotype is Republicans don't usually care for gay rights, and Democrats yeah. and liberals do. Just to keep it simple. Yeah, like I know, I know people in my family members are just like, oh, why do they have to put the gay stuff in there? And I was like, I, I honestly don't care. And, I, like I honestly don't care because like. People watching this, people watching this show, like if they're gay or if they're bisexual, whatever, like they they'll eventually see like a hero who is gay or bisexual. Right. I mean, they have, they have someone. Life. They have someone to like look up to now. Right. Exactly. And it's like it's real. Like putting it. Like people. I think it's weird that people think it's um. Like it's happening. It happened in real life before it got on TV. It's not TV influencing it to happen in real life. Yeah. Like. Ellen's been gay since we were like before we were born. She revealed yeah, it when we were like three. So, but yeah, back to Master and Nun. She um yeah. she shows how black parents, especially like old school black parents, because they're heavy into church. They don't yeah. like the whole gay thing. So it shows it showed a natural relationship. So it's not like she's not just this bigot. You know, she's like pretty decent mom until she realizes her daughter's gay and rather than doing the whole oh get out my house it's more um she's more cold towards her daughter rather than outright mean so they show they basically i don't want to give it away but it shows the progression of their relationship in a natural way so versus like CW, it actually shows in like an authentic way versus like a cartoony way. Yeah, okay. exactly. But um, yeah, Master of None, I would really suggest that, and it's easy to watch because it's only two seasons and it's a sitcom. 
not traditional sitcom, but it's a sitcom nonetheless. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, like you have to put the, I'll have to put little. that on my list because I have off. I mean, you have off. We'll probably have, dude. We'll, we're gonna have off until like May. That, like some people think, like, like you know, it's just a speculation. But some people are thinking it's gonna be worse. It could be. I mean, I have a trip to Canada at the beginning of June. I hope that doesn't get canceled. But <laughs> same, like, um, my one year anniversary. We're not even playing for that anymore. Oh. We're just. We're gonna like it's no big deal. Like we got each other, you know, corny, but yeah. it's what it is. Um, no, no, yeah, you guys have a mutual agreement, understanding. Like yeah. you're inside. You can't go out and yeah, wine and dine or all that stuff because yeah, <laughs> you're inside. We'll just save and make it a better time, whatever. Um, so, you, so um, you want me to give you one of my suggestions now? We can yes. just go back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Let's um. So besides the CW stuff, like I'm, I'm periodically watching uh legends i'll eventually catch up uh black lightning i know the second half of the season was put on netflix already so i'm about to just binge that okay. um supergirl and batwoman i obviously dropped maybe i'll come back to them later uh i'm watching i'm trying to get into more sitcoms and stuff like that but i've been watching that show miracle workers lately what's that on that's on i believe it is on TBS or FX or one of those channels. Is that the one, Daniel Radcliffe? Yes, dude. Okay, okay. So the first season is all about um, Daniel Radcliffe uh, lives in heaven and Steve Buscemi plays God. Okay. Basically, um, there's a girl character in the show and I forget her name. Uh, She's an Indian actress from Australia. And she was in that movie Blockers with John Cena. But she's Geraldine, a really good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Geraldine, yeah. So she's really good in the show. And she basically plays this character who uh, wants to prove God wrong. Okay. So in, in, heaven, in heaven, they have, like, ways of uh, connecting people or making things happen. Like, this one guy lost his car keys. But okay. Daniel Radcliffe's character has to sit on this computer and... Uh, the car keys are in a pile of leaves, so he has to move, like, one leaf for every five seconds so it doesn't seem obvious that, like, someone from above is helping him out. Oh, I like that. The whole goal for season one is um, the girl, the god says he's going to blow up the earth, and the girl says, if I can make these two people fall in love within a week or two, then the Mm -hmm. earth doesn't blow up. So that's what the first eight episodes are. Season two is called Miracle Workers Dark Ages. Completely different story, completely different characters, but the actors are the same. So they do like the whole American horror story thing. The anthropology thing. I can't say the word right now. (laughs) That's all right. But yeah, they do the whole American horror story thing. Anthology, yeah. Anthology, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. So it's the same same actors, but there are different characters now in a different time period. In the Dark Ages, it's way funnier than the first season, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but I think I think they have one episode left because uh, season two got ten episodes versus the original eight from season one. But the, the humor is on point, and like the the scene where all the time all the uh, town people meet is like she's talking to her friend. She's like, "Do you ever feel like we're living in a really shitty time?" The girl's <laughs> like, "I don't know why." And then like the guy's just like, "All right, everyone, it's time to kill a person today," and he's like about to execute someone. 
And, like, right before he chops off the head, they pull up, like, a little piece of burlap to, like, guard their faces from getting blood on them. <laughs> oh, so, okay. I, okay, so it's it seems like it's kind of, um, I feel like the comedy is like, kind of clever. Yeah, it's clever because it has modern-day humor in it. Like, yeah. um, there's a scene, Daniel Radcliffe plays a character named Prince Chauncey, and he's riding in this carriage. And he's talking to his uh, bard or barker or whatever you want to call him, the guy who, like, the town guy who sings. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. He's just like, he's like, Bard, play me a song. And this guy starts singing, like, party, 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 everyone's going to. And Daniel Radcliffe's like, skip. He's just like, who wants what the, like, so he's acting like the oh, bard, like an iPod yeah. or something like that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> or Alexa or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, it up then. Yeah, I it's very entertaining. There's a lot of modern humor and, like, dark humor and stuff like that. Okay. I think my Alexa heard me talking, too. Stop. <laughs> Mine does that too. What kind do you have? I just have the Echo Dot over here, which reminds me. Let me mute that so it okay. doesn't happen again. But yeah, definitely. Do, uh, what other shows are you checking out right now? Um, I, I think. See, I made a list, so I was going to get into some classics. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a failure bring, of a black Bring up guy. shows you. Yeah, bring uh, bring up shows you're rewatching. I don't care. Uh, what did you say? I'm, I'm I'm going to jump into the wire. Okay. But, I, you know, I can't talk too much about it because I didn't study it yet. But a show I'm watching. Oh, I'm watching Bojack Horseman. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Like, um, I'm a, you know, typical millennial. I text too much while watching things, but I finally decided to get off my phone and just watch these shows. Yes, that dude. very good. Is it? Very good. It's rewatchable, too. Like, okay, yeah. so clever. I, I haven't watched it, but I... I definitely agree because there's certain shows like I don't necessarily like I care about, but I don't care about to like pay in-depth amounts of attention, except for it's like flash or like some mm-hmm. other shows and stuff like that. But like certain shows, I'll just be like, eh, whatever. I'll like look at my phone every once in a while, but then you're clueless and you'd be like, wait, when did that happen? When did this exactly. happen? So, like, so it's only, it's like you're only cheating yourself. And it feels like watching shows is somewhat of a chore now because everyone's focused on their phones versus the show. I know, right? <laughs> Come on, you said, uh, how many seasons does BoJack Horseman have? Five or six. Okay. So, yeah, but it's very good. Like, um, it's very good for Netflix. Like, it has a, um, each season has a story, but the episodes feel independent also. Okay. Um, it's one of those shows, like, it would have, it would have came out on Fox on, you know, the Sunday animation domination. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, definitely. It's one of those shows. So it's an adult, it's an adult animation. Yeah. Um, it plays on things that relate to now, like, you know, the like smartphones and society, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And his voice spot. Do you know Will Arnett? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the um, main character. And he, the celebrity cast Horseman. is pretty big. Say again? He's BoJack Horseman? Yes. Okay. But yeah, the celebrity nice. cast is pretty big too. Like the uh, nice. guest stars, like the guy who played Freddie Mercury. I always forget his name. Oh, uh, Rami Malek. Yeah. Okay. He's in that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. Uh, I'm still keeping up on Westworld. There's not too much to say about that. I don't know if you've ever. I started that. season one, and I yeah. I cheated myself by texting during it, and that shows too. Like it's. Dude, yes, <laughs> you can't have your phone out there. That nope. so what I do now is, um, if I'm in the office, I put my phone in the living room, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So here's what 
I need to know because I need to self-discipline myself. Discipline. Okay. I can't talk. <laughs> um, so you just said you leave your phone in the other room, but what's telling your brain that like whoever's texting me right now, it's not important. Like I'm just trying to like relax or like if it's important, my phone will ring. Well, phone. see, that's where me being trash comes in. I suck at responding yeah. to text anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, if I'm not responding to text with this phone in my hand, why am I missing these shows? You know, I need these shows to continue to work because, you know, I'm podcasting about TV shows. I need to watch these shows. Yeah. So I kind of, I got to treat like a job some, sometimes. Like, so it's like, if I was at a cash register, I can't really tell my supervisor that it's important. They don't really care. So once yeah. in a while, I just have to treat it like a text message. Like people texting you because sometimes they don't like, this might sound stupid, but you got to respond when you know you have time or else if it was that urgent, they'd be calling you. Yeah, that's true. I have to think of it that way. Cause it's, it's something I think a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. Cause we're, we're in a time where everything's immediate. Like people aren't super instant gratification, instant gratification. Like, did you ever get caught up in that, um, like, when you don't have anything going for you, so you keep checking your email for something good? Did you ever do that before? Or you keep checking your notifications? Yeah, I used to do that when I was younger. Yeah. I, I like, don't do it as much now okay. just because I keep myself busy with all this other stuff, but I, I definitely can relate. Yeah, exactly. So when you have downtime, you keep refreshing, you keep scrolling. But it's like, that's how, like, now we're um, – with the rise of smartphones, everything caters to that. So when we want when we want Mexican food, we get it delivered on the app. When we want when we want to go somewhere, we Uber, and someone's right there to pick us up. Like everything's instant these days. Why yeah. was I still on that rant? I don't remember. No, because we were talking about um, intricate plot points of shows, and we were talking about Westworld. Okay. And how it's basically, it's basically like a video game scenario. But season three just came out, and uh, I won't spoil any plot points for you, but uh, a lot of the plot takes place in the real world versus an actual park. Okay. And I won't say hell or like what characters, but they still touch upon the park a lot of times, and it's still part of the plot. Okay. But if. That's it's definitely like one show where I'll put my phone down, like is when I'm so? watching that because I have to. Um, it's got some weird cameos in it. Um, Marshawn Lynch is in the first episode of season three. Yeah, I was like, what the hell, really? That's random. Okay. Yeah, but um, uh, the black female actress you were talking about, like I said, from Ready Player One, and uh, you said the Master of None. She's in the first episode too. Um, Aaron. What's his name from Breaking Bad? Oh, oh, oh. Um, you talk about the sidekick. Yeah, and he was in the Grand Torino the is it was it Grand Torino movie? I didn't know he was Netflix. in Grand Torino. No, no, no. There was some movie called oh, or oh, was, um I know you talk about the Breaking Bad spinoff. Yeah, the, the, um, was the sequel movie. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. He ironically he's also in Bojack Horseman. As is he really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he's, his character's in the uh, first episode. You don't really know what's going on yet with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in episode two, it's really cool. Like I said, not really uh, revealing too much, but Maeve, the, uh, one of the black actresses, I, 
her name's like Thandy. Thandy Newton. Thandy Newton. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, yeah, she was in a the Han Solo movie as well. But she wakes up and she hears all this German shouting and looks out her window and there's all these swastikas everywhere and she's in World War Two. Oh. I was like, oh, well, that's different. Um, there's a scene where they're walking through the park and they're looking at all the different uh, things they're creating inside the labs and one of them is this huge dragon. Okay. And they confirmed by George R. R. Martin that that was the same dragon from Game of Thrones. Wow, okay. So they had like a little bit of a crossover there. I, 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 Game of Thrones wasn't my thing, but I was like, I think that's cool. It's HBO, so they got to cross yeah. their stuff over somehow. <laughs> So is Westworld, like, is, is, would you consider it, like, on its way to being classic? Like, that type of show where you kind of have to watch it? Um, I think I think it's definitely, I don't know if it's going to become as big as Game of Thrones. Like, Game of Thrones blew up. But then again, what that, is? Because no, nobody's watching the same stuff no more with all yeah. the options. So that that's the problem too. That the TV industry is so oversaturated now; it's ridiculous. Like, there comes a point where I'm getting turned off by superhero shows because there's like 300 of them out there. Yeah, and it's crazy that half of them, more than half of them, are in the same universe now. Yeah, because right now it's Supergirl, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, Star Girls coming out uh, in May. Mm-hmm. We have titans swamp thing which was freaking incredible i'm really mad it got canceled but swamp thing uh was out and that did like a horror thing and it didn't even feel like a superhero show that's that's what we have to do now like they have to make it feel different it can't just be some like i know this movies and it's a little off topic but like how many marvel movies can you say are memorable because they're just a lot of them are similar yeah i see what you're saying especially the intro ones yeah <laughs> but, but either either way i mean the industry is oversaturated so you have to like pick and choose because i watch i used to watch tons of superhero stuff and now i'm just like you know what i want to give other types of shows a chance because that mm-hmm. industry is a little too oversaturated for me right now yeah i agree did you watch watchmen watchmen no i haven't i would definitely check that out it, did you like daredevil the tv show daredevil yes yeah it fills that void for me. It's not the same show, but it has, you know, gives me the same feeling. It's, you know, like dark, the, the martial arts is on point. Okay. Oh, they're fighting. They're cool. Now, it's supposed to take place. I know it's not in the same universe as the movie, but comic book wise, it's supposed to take place after the movie's storyline, right? Basically, like, um, it's like, it's kind of like a, it's like a step cousin. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> They reference, they like to them what happens in the movie is their history because it takes place in like the 2010s. Okay. And what happened in the movie took place in what? The 80s, 90s? I don't really remember the, the decade the movie took place in. Yeah, it, I believe it was the 80s. Okay. So they referenced those moments and those moments shaped how the 2010s in Watchmen, you know, happens. So they, okay. Everyone knows Dr. Manhattan lives on the, on what? Is it the, the moon or is it Mars? I think it's Mars because at the end, what at the end of the movie he was on that huge, uh, like reddish brown looking planet with that giant okay. mechanical device there. I can't remember what it was called, but okay, but yeah. So to this day, like everyone knows he's just chilling on Mars. That's like a historical event. Yeah. Everyone knows that's like common knowledge. So it's like that. It, like okay. they, could, they could have easily made a connection to the movie. 
There's oh, always yeah. little things that contradict the movie, but it's little things. But overall, like it blends now, into the, um. Clarify this, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, I'm I'm good. Okay, now clarify this for me. I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw articles popping up, but I haven't watched the show, so I don't like to judge based off articles. But they were saying like the Rorschach army in this show is like the KKK, basically, or something. Easily. Oh yeah. They're very, they're very. Um, do you remember the alt right thing that happened a couple years ago with the um, in in Virginia? When they were doing the tiki tortures and all that, yeah, they have that kind of agenda, but worse. Okay. So they're actually acting on it. Now, is that part of the comics, or is that something like original from the show? That's original. So it's taking okay. concepts and saying, "What if it kept going?" Like, because you know, the comics takes place in whatever decade. It's like, what if life kept going? You know, on this path, how would the world be shaped by it? Okay. So I guess it's no different from you taking Avengers Endgame, you make it your new original characters. They reference the characters from Endgame, but none of the characters from Endgame are actually in it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. So it's like they acknowledge the, that fact that Tony did the snap, but they don't actually know Tony personally. Okay, that's fair enough. It's kind of like the Netflix uh, Marvel series where they acknowledge all yeah, those they, people. Yeah. <laughs> they even acknowledge the, um, the, the Battle of New York. Oh, okay, yeah. Because remember, um, that's how they got the the, the Chitari gun to shoot Luke Cage with it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, watch me. I'll put that on my list. Another show I'm watching is Picard. The uh, the Star Trek. Yeah, the Star Trek show. I haven't. I've never been a huge Star Trek guy. Like I've watched the like original series from like the. I believe it was like Shatner the, series. Yeah, Shatner series, and it just—I don't know. For me, it just doesn't hold up. Maybe for some other people, it does. And, yeah, or to they some grew people, up on older it. people is so classic you, that will hurt their feelings. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I haven't watched any of the Next Generation or any of the movies. I'll, the only Star Trek exposure I've had is, like I said, I gave some of the older stuff a chance, and I've seen the J.J. Abrams movies, which I um, connect to the older stuff. Yeah, it, yeah, because uh, Leonard Nimoy was in the movies, right? Yeah, they did yeah. A, um, but like a separate timeline. This Picard yeah. series, it's got like, it's interesting because it's got a modern day, like, tone to the show, and it's more okay. or less like goal oriented and contain its ten episodes, and there's a lot of sci fi plot elements, and I'm not gonna lie, there is a decent amount of like glorified cameos, and they're worked into the plot. So, okay, that doesn't that doesn't like interests me too much because I have no clue who these people are. Cause, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm familiar with the characters. Like, I know who Jean-Luc Picard is, and I know um, a Jerry Ryan. She's a com- like a computerized, like a droid character or whatever. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. And then John, uh, Jonathan Frakes, who is in the original Star Trek series. So, like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, I think it's that guy. Like, so my dad, like, knew who it was right away because I watched it with him. But okay. But no, even even with it. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. But even even without that stuff, like it's still a pretty interesting show. And like, I mean, Patrick Stewart's in his eighties, and he's still like. I didn't realize he's that old. Got it. Oh yeah, I believe so. I I think he's in his early eighties. Wow, I had no clue. Mm Hmm. I mean, Logan, he looks pretty old. He's been around for a while. Yeah, so let me see. Patrick Stewart, uh, he is... Oh, my mistake. He's 79. <laughs> oh, close enough. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. So, oh, I also I watch um while we're talking about like alt right and all that, I watch Hunters on Amazon. Oh, is that the one where they're killing Nazis or something? Yep. Okay. How was I that? will say it started really good. It's still good towards the end, but you would like it. Okay. Yeah, it's it seemed like a cool concept. I'm just like, I need more time for shows, and now I have it. But <laughs> which is it's the whole point of this watch, conversation? Dude. Say again. I'm sorry. Which is the whole point of this conversation? Yeah, that exactly. Everyone has time. Yeah, it's a it's a good watch. Like, um, it's a nice balance between because I feel like some shows are too deep. Game of Thrones too deep sometimes. And well, you mean like drama wise? Um, I feel like the sh- quote unquote smart shows and dumb shows. Yeah. Game of Thrones is trying to be a smart show and ended up being a dumb show. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get into Game of Thrones. I tried oh, like multiple seasons. I got you. Yeah. At least you tried. That's all. That, that's all we got. <laughs> but it, whereas Hunters is a nice balance. It, basically, what I'm saying is it appealed to different types of people. Okay. Like it might um, not be for everyone. It, I think it, it might be kind of universal. Oh, okay. Whereas Game of Thrones, I can see, I can see how people don't like it. Like for some people, it's just too slow, too much talking. Yeah, Game of Game of Thrones is just too much talking, too much like, like gratuitous nudity and stuff like that, which I don't yeah. mind. Like, I, like whatever. If if it's taking place in that time period, like Westworld, they're all like robots, so. When they're getting repairs done, they're all naked. So I'm like, I don't know, that makes sense to me. But like, I don't know. It's also weird watching a show taking place back then, and they're mm-hmm. they're ta- they're talking like it's modern day. Huh? They think of that. Like the, like um, uh, one of the characters is like, it's like, oh yeah, when I was a young lad, I was just off effing girls. So I was just like, oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> like it makes me take the show a little less seriously. Okay. That makes sense. I never put that together because honestly, I just get fooled by the British accent. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I never thought. But you're right. <laughs> but yeah, Hunters is definitely pretty good. It's only ten episodes. The yeah, and that's the way. End of beauty of it now too. Say again. The ending is, that's the beauty of it now. Ten episodes, but you're saying uh, ending's a little strange. Yeah, like you're either gonna like it or not type thing. But yeah, I, I have a lot of shows like that. <laughs> but. I think the um, you know what? No, you know what? Just watch it. The ending that didn't have to be spectacular because um, it was really worth you know it was worth the journey. The destin- it wasn't about the destination, it was about the journey. Okay. So you felt at the end, you're just like, you know what? Whatever. Like it might not end the way I wanted to, but I still yeah. And it's gonna be a season like two, so they have time to okay. fix it. Yeah. Oh, it was also produced by um the new goat Jordan Peele. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. He also did Twilight Zone, which I need to watch, but I never made time. Yeah, I watched the first few episodes. It's good, but it's just like, in a world where I have all these other shows, I might get back into it now, because like I said, I'm oversaturated with a lot of other shows I don't really need to watch anymore, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes, like, I need to drop shows that I'm giving too much of a chance and watch the shows that might be better. Like, I should have been watching Westworld a long time ago. So you said, uh, you said there's certain shows you're rewatching now too, like older shows. No, well, shows that I've just missed out on, cause um, when The Wire came out, that's when I was a full on nerd, so it wasn't even on my radar, so I didn't watch it. Yeah, I was more worried about like Justice League Unlimited, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I know, like, I, I'm not that lost in the wire. Like, I watched a little bit of it when people would be watching it, and I know the character. So, when people say Stringer Bell, I know they're talking about Aegis Alba. Oh, yeah. It'd be terrible if I got that wrong right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I, you know, that's something. And it's, you know, I know it's highly regarded. Like, some people, no matter the demographic, has that as the best show they've ever watched. Really? A lot of people, yeah. Like, you know how Sopranos is like that, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's like no. renowned, uh, like like through the community, like that's renowned as like one of the best shows that ever existed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it is with y'all, but with black people, sometimes they regard their own thing to be better. But yeah, so I, I thought it was like a black thing, but then I started to hear other people say like, older white guys. They're like, no, The Wire is number one. You can't beat The Wire. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> That's different. Then I hear girls saying it. They're like, nope. Who cares about power? You got to watch The Wire. Power. Yeah. That's a show I wasted my time on. I should have never watched that show. Power, was that the... Uh... It was 50 Cent show. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do okay. it. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's some shows that people kept telling me to check out, and I checked them out. I was like, this is stupid. Like, See, I the thing is, Power started out good. It got bad really fast. And Was that like... Was Power like the PlayStation exclusive or no, something? No, no, like I know what you're talking about. No, Power is 50 Cent show on Stars. Oh, okay. This is the ethnic gap because Power is like to a lot of people that don't know better. That's like their number one show, and I think it's not good. Yeah, it's like don't do it. Like even if someone <laughs> else suggested to you, don't do it, and it's so weird. Okay, yeah, I'll keep that because I love Idris Elba. He's a great actor. No, no, this is 50 Cent show. No, I mean I'm talking about I'm oh, talking earlier, earlier, because yeah, because we're talking okay. about yeah, uh, yeah. we're still talking about shows to uh, pick up on. Yeah, so yeah, The Wire is definitely something I'm jumping into. I want to do yeah. Sopranos, but I was listening to people talk about it. They were like, "There's too many plot holes and stuff," and that kind of turns me off. And it already looks aged. So I was like, "I'll wait before getting into Sopranos." Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to take your turn, but we're on the HBO cons. Um, the HBO. Oh, keep um, going, man. Kirby enthusiasm. Oh, was that Larry David? Yes. That's probably a top five sitcom of all time. It looked really funny. I was watching like little skits and bits here and there. Oh no! Like if you because do you remember how Simpsons? Did you? I mean, you wrote with Simpsons, right? Oh yeah, of course. Do you remember how Simpsons would start? They would be at like a um, at a field trip. But the episode would transition to a whole different theme. Yeah. Curb does that, but it comes back full circle in the most clever way. Like, Larry David has to be a genius. Oh, yeah, he is. He created, like, the most famous comedy show known to man, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. But I think Curb even surpasses that show. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Like, I, like. It took me a while to catch on to the genius, but that show was crazy. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely always been one I I'd like wanted to pick up on. So I would highly knows, suggest that as because I see I see my friends watching now too. Like um, my buddy, the one who works at Game Junkie, like he'll be watching when he repairs stuff, and I'll like sit in on a little bit. Seems pretty good. Oh, you have a friend at Game Junkie? Yeah, he um. He has his little repair room back there, and he has the TV on, like, playing constantly while he repairs stuff, and I'll just oh, hang nice. out with him. Yeah, my mom lives down the street from there. Yeah, there you go. 
Oh, by the way, listeners, we all we live on um, we're from the Philadelphia suburbs. In yep. case you're confused on what we're talking about. I never left. <laughs> yeah, I basically left, but I'm still only like 10 minutes from my mom's house. Yeah. But um so, Yeah. You know, yeah, that's that's all I can really think of as far as shows I'm watching now. There's I mean, we could go back and forth for like three hours about what we're watching now, but as far as like I mean shows shows on my radar, I would say. Yeah, what's on your radar? That's about it for me. Like I said, okay. Miracle Workers, Westworld. Um, I'm only I'm always rewatching Smallville constantly. So I do Hulu, too. I don't know so. why. I do. <laughs> I do. Like, because it's, it's good. It's yeah. good. It, it focuses on the plot all the time. It doesn't try to take you out of the uh, take you out of the setting at all. Especially that er, those early seasons. Yeah, it's good. It's good writing. And um, I was listening to a podcast with the creators. He said. The thing that attracted a lot of people throughout the first one, dude, my mom watched the first season, is because they didn't have any constraints of the comics for the first two seasons. That's true. They could take elements from the comics, but they could take huge liberties with them. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason Joker was successful. You took elements from the comics, but you made huge liberties with them as well. Like, I don't know if you enjoyed that movie or didn't see it or what but wait what movie i'm sorry joker i did watch joker okay and they were like yeah you're right they weren't constra- they weren't restrained by the comics right yeah and i believe dc's trying to have some like uh dc black movie series now where there's not all rated r spins but just like darker takes on certain things like alternate uh oh. takes on popular characters okay I think DC would excel at that because I I usually like when they do their um alternate takes. Like I watched Superman Red Sun. Oh, how was that? You would love it. Okay, yeah, I want to see it. Like, you, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. And then I forget not to uh, not to cut in right here, but was there another subject you wanted to talk about? I forget. Um. Not I believe you said, yeah, I believe you said you wanted to transition into another topic. I think earlier, we actually did transition. I can't remember. Let me did, see. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the messages right now. Oh, no, no, we did transition. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you think we're good? Yeah, I mean, I could talk a, f- a few more minutes. Um, okay. So, um, what so, other ways are you occupying your time? Me, uh, like I said, I got a, I got a lot of editing going on constantly. Like, here's my thing: mm-hmm. when I wake up, by the way, like I woke up ass late at one thirty today because mm-hmm. I, I, I went to bed really late. That's but, what happens when you're a creator, and you don't have work. Yeah, I, I stayed home, but I, I have to do something productive regardless of in my day. So. When I wake up, my productive stuff will usually be from like whenever I wake up until like five or five thirty, six o'clock. Like yesterday, I edited my video and went back and went in there with a fine tooth comb, look for mistakes. The okay. uh, and I also went food shopping. So I, I was like the day before, I uh, went out for a walk, made sure mm-hmm. I distanced myself from everyone. Mm-hmm. Someone was walking on the same side of the street. I was like, nope, walk the other <laughs> side. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, I have to do something productive. And then honestly, from like 6 p.m. on, it's just 
video games and TV. So I at least have, like I said, I want to do something productive, and then as the reward, I can just chill out for the rest of the night. No, I feel that. Yeah. I'm basically running almost the same schedule as you. Um, I usually wake up because um, Carmen, my wife, she gets home at 8 because she works overnight at the hospital. Okay, yeah, so she has to be in. Yeah. I wake up, I might fall asleep for a little bit. I wake up at 10 or 11 because I usually go to bed late. Um, yeah. I do something like I do something computer based, like whether it's coding, um, my photography, you know, editing that or editing the podcast. Yeah. Or, you know, um, obviously I mix in like my social media, like not, not the, the dumb status I post, but, you know, promoting my stuff. Yeah. And um, the oh, you, man, because exercise. you're like you're you're okay, cool, yeah. You're out there putting your like putting the work in, getting your stuff out there. And mm-hmm. this is this is one of the questions I did have because I want to get into the mind of some of these people who say, "I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I have nothing to do." I don't see how you say that, twenty twenty. That's how I feel too. Like obviously, my mindset isn't the same as someone who struggles with depression or like um, social anxiety. Yeah, I, I we're not talking about like, any of that. We're talking about just a, yeah. a, even like a person who's, you know, generally happy. And, you know, they yeah, don't go but, through any of that. But, but you wake up. There's a million things you could do. Like you could, like, not everyone edits or anything like me. Some people artists, they could draw something. They could uh, learn a new song on the piano or guitar. They can wake up and see, be like, hey, you know what? Uh, my wall has had a million holes in it. Let me spack all that. Like, there's a million projects people could be doing at home. You can still walk outside and exercise as long as you're social distancing. Yeah. Um, there's all these things you could do. And people who work 40 hours a week, you're working 40 hours a week. You obviously don't have time to, like, stay up to the best you can with all the movies and TV shows. So they probably have, like, such a huge backlog of shows and t- like. I don't understand right. how people can be bored. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I never understood real boredom ever since, like, Netflix got really, you know, the library got really big. Yeah. Um, you know, let's be realistic. A lot of people use their fire sticks to stream things. Mm-hmm. I don't enough. see how, like, you got Hulu. Like, most people have streaming apps or the internet. You have YouTube where you could, if you really just, you know, like a particular topic, like, let's say you're into sports. You can really just watch sports videos, and there's so much creators putting content out on things that happened 20 years ago, like Michael Jordan winning in 96. Oh, yeah. Or Justice League Unlimited being the best cartoon of the 2000s. There's so much content out there. It's just that people kind of don't know how to entertain themselves, or maybe we're just kind of spoiled in a way. Could be, Because you ever get on Netflix, and you look at the menu, you're taking more time to Pick something and actually just watch it. Yes, all the time. Maybe that's because you don't know you don't know what mood you're in for. You right. don't know if you're in the mood to focus. You don't know if you're in the mood for just something to kick back while like because some people just put stuff in the background to fiddle with their phone. Like and I know you said like that's a bad thing to do, but like if you're just wanting to catch up on stuff and you want something in the background that's different. Yeah. But like some people put on something to go to sleep to. Some people put on something to actually watch and focus on. But and some people are just scared of having their time wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the boredom thing, I, I, I don't get it at all. I don't get it. And you know I I was 
I was restricted last year when I had my appendix out and I couldn't really do anything like anything crazily strenuous. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. go running. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't work out. I couldn't work. Yeah. And I got infected and it took forever to heal. So I was out for two months. I was watching TV shows. I was still watching movies. I was going for walks and playing. Like, I, I, I just, I still don't get it, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't either. And my thing is like, on a slightly different note, if you're if you're creative in any kind of way, even if you're not good at it yet, if you're not going to take advantage of this downtime you have now, I don't know when you're going to do it. Pretty much. Like, what are you going to do when you retire? Just say you're bored? Right. Or when you actually have to start working 40 hours again and you never wrote that booking when they're right. Now, did you see the meme someone posted online? It was like, uh, it was a picture of Maury, and it says, like, those people who always shared that meme saying they could live alone in the woods for a month. He's just like, this current quarantine proved that that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was something along those lines. I, was I like, didn't see it, but I get it. Yeah, that's why when people say, oh, I could do that easy. I'm like, you're saying that from your smartphone. Yeah, I was just like, I, mean, I could... I could probably do it. I mean, it, I would still be curious about, like, what everyone's doing. But at the same time, I'd be like, I just got to do me. <laughs> right. Like, what? Do you, oh, the hypothetical award is usually money, right? Yeah, but, like, right now, like, the money is not really an issue. So if money is not really an issue, time is more valuable to, than me to money. Right. Like, then again, maybe, I could, we're, maybe we're privileged people in the, from the suburbs saying that. Yeah, we could be. <laughs> because yeah, there's probably the, someone in the hood like, what are these two guys talking about? Right. Like, there's obviously, I can't put myself in their shoes because, like, I mean, no, I know. No, I feel you. Time is valuable. I think we do yeah. need for that. You're very, like. But, like, if if you had the option to have time, I mean, mm-hmm. I would choose the time because money is always going to be out there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like. Like you were saying, some people struggle with jobs and supporting their family and stuff like that. So I can't touch upon that at all. Mm-hmm. But I've, like money's always going to be out there. But if I have, if I got X amount of dollars from my grandma and the convention was canceled and the money came back to me, mm-hmm. I'm taking off the next few weeks. I don't care if I don't get paid for it as yeah. long as I can just relax, hang out with my family, catch up on stuff. Yeah. And whether I go back to work in three weeks because things might change or whether it's two months i well two months i would probably start getting a little iffy about not getting paid for two months but (laughs) (laughs) i could probably do like a month or so at the max depending on although the government's giving us like checks in may they are giving us checks hey they didn't see that so there's that that. Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i'm happy i think everyone deserves a break yeah, I mean, because for the um, Western countries, you know, like the developed countries, we're one of the hardest working countries. Like over in um, Europe, they don't work as much as us. Is that nice? S- sorry. The police are arresting somebody out here. <laughs> Say that again. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, yeah, I guess I was saying that. Hardest um, working countries. Yeah, so it's like this is like, I mean. It's not a break we asked for, but it's you know it feels nice. Yeah, and the, you want to hear some weird, dude? What? Every year for the past three years around this time, I'm always out of work for over a month. 
Really? So three years ago, I got my wisdom teeth out and mm-hmm. well, I was out for two weeks for that. I shouldn't say a month for that, but I was out for two weeks, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, again, two years ago, deviated septum. So I was out for two weeks with that. Okay. Last year was my appendix where I was out for like two months because stuff got infected and the infection Jeez. would take forever to go away. And now this year, <laughs> it's this. So. Oh, man. Okay. It, it, it's it's a bad time for the world, but at the same time, I think everyone needs a mental break like this. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, okay. So, there's there's your br- mental break, everyone. Do with it Do with what it you choose. And, <laughs> yeah, like, if you want to just relax, relax, but... My, so, okay, any, so I guess my takeaway is... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, my, okay. So, I'll just give my bottom line. Bottom line is, catch up on your shows, catch up on your movies, books, whatever, or if you're creative or you aspire to be creative, you want to learn the guitar, this is your time. You want to become mm-hmm. a YouTuber? This, oh, we got to plug you in, first of all. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Um. So, what's your channel name? My channel is JJ Lomas Entertainment. I do like video or uh, sorry, movie reviews, TV show reviews. I want to get back into video game reviews, but they take a lot of time with uh, pulling the footage from the games and then narrating over it and stuff. So I usually do video game live streams now. Okay. And um, my big thing is entertainment road trips. I like to go around to popular filming locations and to show people how to access them, uh, if they've changed at all uh, physically, and just how to celebrate a show or a movie with the fandom of where they filmed. Okay, so I'll make it short So because I, I would love to um, talk about that with you, you know, and you know, give it more dedicated time. But um, yeah. name some of the places you've been. So um, these are places i've been like uh obviously pennsylvania is a hot spot for tons of movies mm-hmm. philadelphia we have creed rocky um m night Shyamalan films tons of his stuff here but stuff i've been to uh i was actually filming i was actually there for when m night Shyamalan was filming glass okay uh up in allentown i was there that day and um I didn't see Samuel, unfortunately but i saw it looked like bruce willis's like double or something like that I don't okay know. But um, recent one I have coming out, it's going to be coming out later this week, actually. Um, it involves two different locations of Canada and Philly, and everyone will find out what that movie is when I release it. I don't okay, like nice. to tell people beforehand because then let's be like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I had, I had a few planned later because uh, everyone demanded a Smallville part two. So oh, I've okay. done Smallville, but everyone demanded a part two on that. So I want to do that. Um, there's tons of stuff I also want to do, but we'll see how many I can do this year because you got two things to consider the the coronavirus and money. So (laughs) the the dream is to do the Lord of the Rings tour, but that's money. That's in, um, what country again? New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. I didn't know that, but it makes sense. Yeah. That's like a $5,000 trip if I want to check out everything. Jeez. That's just to get there and uh, meals and travel. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so. So yeah, that's a that's about it for me. 
All right, well, thank you for coming through. We should do this a little bit more often. Yeah, man. I, I, you know us. We love to rant about stuff, and we could be here for five hours if we wanted to. So, yeah, but we should break it up for a little bit. Yeah, have, definitely. You know, um, keep our listeners hostage. Yeah, let me uh, let me know if you want to do this again. You're always welcome on my channel to talk about whatever. So, if you ever right, cool. want to start something with that? Yeah, it. sure. All right, thank you for coming uh, through. All right, Derek. Have a good one, man. Stay All safe. Right. Are uh, you too?